0: Welcome back to the Sigma Jedi series here at Arcane Jedi Templar on Anchor Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Hey everybody, it's your host, MJ Hannigan. Hope everybody's doing well. I have not done episodes as I wanted to lately. I've been really busy over at Jedi Realist Radio at Blog Talk. Um, working on getting uh, Monday night's live episodes up and running, as well as doing a lot of, uh, <laughs> lot of work over at Unified Jedi uh, Facebook group, kind of getting that going, and getting that back to its roots, you know, from when our community started. All right, so, you know, I've been kind of thinking and made a couple of decisions. Uh, the Decado, the 21 Principles of Aloneness, or 21 Ways of Life, it depends on how you interpret interpret it. I was going to really... Cover all 21 principles in like four and a half-ish weeks. And I decided I'm going to kind of speed up that process a little bit. And I'm not going to go as much in detail as I initially did on the first principle. So for this episode, I'm going to cover three more principles. And to be honest, I'm hoping to have the Decado wrapped up probably uh, by middle of March is my expected Date. If not, definitely by April, 1st, uh, uh, Tuesday in April. Uh, aside from that, I'm also going to be uh, working on the Jedi Proxium episodes, aka the Lessons from Legends. We're going to be talking about Lessons from uh, the New Jedi Order books. I'm going to be starting out most likely next week. And then I am going to put in some Reflections episodes uh, in as well. So I'm going to be doing podcasting, you know, here three days a week. And then, of course, if you want to participate in the live episodes that we do over at Blog Talk Radio um, on the Monday nights live, it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you want to take part in that, you know, give me a message or give me a call, send me a message, whatever, and we'll get you involved in that. Alright, so on to today's episode. Like I mentioned, we're going to be getting more into the Dicato a little bit. Uh, we're going to discuss three principles. The first one we're going to discuss is, do not seek pleasure for its own sake. After that, we're going to get into the, do not rely on partial feelings. And then wrap up for today with, think lightly of yourself and deeply about the world. Alright, so principle number two. Is, do not seek pleasure for its own sake. This definitely goes with the line from the Jedi Code of, you know, there is no passion, there is serenity. You know, passion being something that you follow to the extreme. You know, where you alienate other parts of your life to follow that passion. Because you think that passion is going to bring you ultimate happiness, joy, whatever. You know, we talked, funny enough, just last night about this concept and how your passions can be very dangerous. It's great to have hobbies. It's great to have things that uh make you feel empowered. things that make you want to wake up and learn and grow and that that's great, but you can't just follow one or two aspects of life and find happiness you're gonna end up miserable in the long run and you're gonna wake up very alone and uh very depressed because of that. <laughs> but you know there's nothing wrong. With enjoying life. There's nothing wrong with, you know, looking for happiness, you know, finding love, finding friendship, finding a job or career that you really want to get involved in. And again, spending time with family, spending time with friends, you know, if these are things that bring you happiness, then, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with it. But we must remember that there needs to be a balance in life. You know, go and enjoy your time. Go and enjoy the time that you have, because you don't know how much time that really is. But at the same time, you need to remember your discipline. You need to, you know, you need to put in that work if you want to enjoy the benefits. Not everything in life is going to be happy, happy, joy, joy. You know, there's going to be time of suffering. There's going to be sacrifice. Example, I could think of a thousand and one other things I'd rather be doing than going and spending time at the gym. Um, I can think of things that are a lot more exciting than reading books. Uh, you know, that just, it is what it is. But, you know, if I want to be in the physical shape that I want to be in, I need to put in at work. If I want to get better at my martial arts, I need to put in that practice time. If I want to get better podcast out, or to be more knowledgeable about topics, I need to put in my reading time, you know, I enjoy time with my friends, I enjoy time with with my wife, and with my puppy, but also at the same time, I have to go to work, I have to go and earn a living, you know, like, I can't just follow the the happy train and hope that things end up well, you know, I, I do have to follow the work train and earn an income at the same time, you know, finding that balance in life is crucial for us. All right, um... If you only seek pleasure, then in the end, you're going to end up in a world of despair. And you're going to feel that you're living a very meaningless life. You know, this is... I guess the concept, you know, from a recovering drug addict is, uh, you know, why do people use drugs? Why do people get high? Why do they smoke weed, use meth, use coke? You know, ecstasy, whatever. Because we want pleasure. You know, people use drugs to perhaps mask their emotions. Um, People use drugs because they want to feel happy. And seeking life, you know, only seeking pleasure, you know, would take me back to that concept of why, you know, why I'm a recovering drug addict. You know, it's when I was... a in active addiction, pleasure was the thing. And meth and cocaine and ecstasy definitely brought me that pleasure that, that I thought I wanted. So, you know, I alienated a lot of things. I alienated friends. You know, friends became customers. Um, broke a lot of bonds. And, you know, a lot of bad things definitely happened. You know... When you only seek pleasure, what's going to happen is you're going to end up living as if you're entitled, entitled to happiness. You deserve it because you just do because you're alive. You know, it's going to lead to, again, active addiction. But at the end, if you only seek pleasure, it's going to lead to depression. You know, at the end of every great drug binge, there's a great crash. When reality sets in, you know, that is what it is. But also at the same time, if you're only seeking pleasure when you're not getting that pleasure, you're not feeling that love or that friendship or that high, whatever, it's going to lead you to a a great depression because, you know, if you're not, if you're seeking pleasure and not finding it, it's going to make you depressed because you can't find it. So it's going to make you more depressed and it's going to be a very bad downward uh, spiral that, trust me, (laughs) most people do not want to go down. So again, finish up. Do not seek pleasure for its own sake. Meaning, enjoy life. Enjoy the benefits and the rewards of your achievements. But seek weight. I guess way to put it, um, we use a martial art example. You know, don't just seek a black belt. You know, a black belt is not, or should not be the goal to why you're doing martial arts. You know, if if you're just going to martial arts class, you can get to your first degree black belt, and that's it, and that's your end goal, then you're going to achieve that goal, and you're going to feel pretty hollow at the end. You know, achieving ranks is great, but, you know, realizing the work you put in for those ranks, and realizing, you know, the hours of classes, the hours of practice, the gym time the sparring time, you know, there, there's so much that goes into becoming a martial artist. And then another aspect that we don't always think about is how you've grown mentally in those three to five years that it took you to achieve that black belt. Again, martial arts styles may vary, but three to five years is kind of a, for American martial arts, or rephrase, for martial arts taught in America, three to five years for a black belt is pretty common. You know, what did you learn about yourself in that process? You know, it's not just getting to that end goal. It's what did you learn about yourself? You know, how hard did you realize that you could push yourself that you weren't doing earlier? You know, what did you learn about self-sacrifice or what did you learn about dedication? You know, don't just seek the pleasure at the end. Enjoy the journey as you're going through it. All right, the next concept, which is the third concept, is... um. Do not rely on partial feelings. We could have long discussions about your intuition. And, you know, I personally value my intuition and I go highly with my intuition. But at the same time, I do seek facts to make sure to double check my intuition from time to time. You know, I, I might really like somebody or I might really dislike somebody and I don't know why. Well, before I start prattling on about why I like somebody or why I dislike somebody, I definitely want to, you know, do my due diligence and put in my research time and understand why this is a person I definitely want within my circle or why this is a person I definitely do not want in my circle. You know, it's not just instantly cut or instantly attract. It's, okay, why do I feel this way? What is it about this person? And... You know, I try to learn everything I can about, you know, about that. Um, this concept, putting up as well, goes a part of the Jedi Code of there is no ignorance, there is knowledge. A partial feeling, a partial fact, a partial truth is worthless. You need to investigate it. You need to really look into the concept to make sure that you're making the best possible decision that you can at that time. It is a fact. We are not always going to have all the information that we need when making decisions. There are decisions that are going to have to be rushed. There's going to be very time-sensitive decisions that you can take the information you have and make that decision. But when you're not in that rush, when it's not that important, like that immediate of a decision, take the time and do the diligence and do the research. All right. Um... Like I already mentioned, you know, your intuition needs to be trained. I am a person who I strongly believe is go with your intuition. But also at the same time, as I say that, I'm also saying but that intuition needs to be confirmed. You need to find facts, you need to find truth, and never forget that, just a partial feeling. It'll lead you onto your path, but it's not going to be the end of that path. Um, Another thing is... Things are not always going to be as they appear. People are not always going to be who we think they are. There are some people who might have a really great showing. And they might appear to be great individuals. But once you scratch that surface a little bit... (laughs) Uh, you see a much different person. Uh, you know, somebody that you might not want within your cir- your social circles or within your life. Or, under reverse of that, you might meet people that, they look really rugged. They might not look or appear as somebody that you really want You know in your social circle you know within your group or your school your club your organization whatever but when you look deeper you realize that that individual is exactly the type of person that you need uh, within your life all right and you know we'll end it with that one for for that concept and the last concept we're going to talk about number four from the decato is Think, sorry, think lightly of yourself, but deeply about the world. Guys, we take things way too seriously sometimes. You know, we often, you know, consider ourselves as being part of our hero's journey. You know, we are on another part of our hero's journey. However many times you've taken it, you've taken it. But, you know, each day starts a new hero's journey, if you will. And we tend to... (laughs) overvalue ourselves we tend to think that we are much more important than we really are you know it would be easy to have a hyperinflated ego and you know rest of my accomplishments you know it's fine i've i've done some damn good things I've done some horrible things too but i've done some damn good ones and i feel pretty confident about it but you know it's actually a time where you have to maintain a healthy ego Again, a healthy ego. Everybody talks about ego as it's some really bad, wicked term. And we should avoid it at all costs because ego is bad. No. Having a hyperinflated ego is bad. Having low self-confidence is terrible. But maintaining a healthy ego is critical for Jedi realism. And in my opinion, it's critical for any life path that a person takes. A healthy ego really truly means that you understand who you are you understand your character defects you understand your positive qualities you know you you know what you need to work on you know what you need to avoid you know who you need to spend time with to to do better and you know who you need to avoid you know so maintain a healthy ego have a healthy understanding of yourself and the world around you see yourself as what you are and you know seek to improve yourself you know don't put yourself too highly on a pedestal because that fall is going to come and you're not going to like how that ends also understand the value of the people around you and I'm not talking about the financial value. You know, I have friends who definitely have great wealth. I have friends who have no wealth. And, you know, it's not about that. It's about um, what type of people do I want within my life? What, you know, what's that old expression? Um, if you show me five of your friends, I'll show you who you're going to be in X number of years. You know, that's kind of true you do end up becoming the people that you are around. You know, in truth, I look for very high-value people. I look for people who um, are motivated, they're driven, they're, they're not just complacent with who they are and what they've accomplished. They don't rest on their laurels. You know, instead, you know, I look and spend time with people who... Want to achieve something better. I spend time with people like within the Jedi Realist community. I spend time with people who really want the community to be a place that people want to go. You know, not a toxic environment that's led by ranks and titles and entitlement because I'm with this group and yada, 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 blah, 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 bullshit. I look for people who want to say, you know what, this is where our community is. I can invest in these people and that'll make our community stronger. And as I'm investing in you, you're investing in me, and me, we're investing in each other. You know, it's not about getting a title and getting a rank and being in charge. It's about investing in others, building relationships because titles will come and go. Your popularity will come and go. Groups will come and go. But the people you invest in, those relationships those, that you build, the people whose lives you touch, no matter what happens, even if you have a nasty fallout with that individual, on some level, that bond will always be there. And it might be uh, an area of life that you revisit at some time, and it might not. But even you know if there's a nasty split, and you go your own ways no matter how bad it is right now you know it might be a couple weeks a month or a year or whatever and the people that you've had these nasty breakups with um, they will remember parts of it fondly they will remember on how you inspired them in different areas and they will be touching the lives of other people and making those other people better so Invest in people and understand that, you know, that's what makes our community great. Again, it's not the ranks, it's not the titles. It is about the bonds that you build. The lifetime bonds that you create is perhaps one of the most rewarding things that we have in life. It's more than financial wealth. I mean, yeah, being a homeowner, cool, I guess owning my vehicles and coal, I guess. But having bonds with other people, that's what I I truly cherish in my life. That's much more important than my home than my vehicles and, you know, everything else. And, you know, as part of that, you know, in my own area here in Wichita, Kansas, you know, I invest a lot within people from you know, our local recovery community, you know, these are people that uh, definitely need some help, you know, especially there for those new to recovery um, who are literally just trying to figure out who they are, just trying to get up to a healthy ego aspect. You know, I remember being there, you know, God, it's been almost 20 years. Actually, later this week, it will be 20 years when, you know, that was me in the newbie chair. And getting help from other people. So giving back to that community is a way of paying forward, you know. It's a way of paying forward for the generosity that was shown to me in the past. I, another thing, a last concept to discuss with think lately of yourself, but deeply of the world, is be of value to your community. Not a leech. Be an active participant. Not just somebody who's going to sit there in a Facebook group. Like I've been quoted on this one for years. I would rather have 10 great people that I work with. Than a couple thousand people in a Facebook group. Um, I've used this story before. Uh... Billy Graham, one of like the most notable evangelists of the world. Um, He was known for his revivals and bringing thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people to Christianity through his revival meetings. And late in his career, he was asked, you know, Mr. Graham, um, if you can go back and change anything, you know, That you've accomplished in this life. What would you have done? Billy Graham said. I wouldn't have done my revivals. I would have been like Jesus. And I would have invested in 12 men. With the understanding of. They were going to invest. In 12 men. And so on and so forth. Meaning that. Instead of giving little bits. Of himself to thousands of people. He would have given good bits of himself to these 12 individuals, and that would have made those 12 individuals a hell of a lot stronger, and those 12 individuals would have done the same, you know, so on and so forth, where, you know, a couple lines in, you have a couple thousand people who are truly on fire for their religion. Jedi realism, it's kind of the same in that regard, you know... I love investing in smaller groups of people because, you know, you truly get to build stronger bonds. I love posting at Unified Jedi. I love the fact that I am using the name and the legacy of Unified Jedi from the old school forum days back in 2004, 2005, and I have been given permission by the only... By the co founder and the only person, you know, from that administrative team that's actually still alive, um, I love the fact that I get to carry on that legacy. And I love that we have a great Facebook group that is pretty badass and that, um, you know, is, is getting things accomplished and having great discussions. And I'm looking forward to you know, really awesome events with that group happening, you know, including gatherings and so forth. It's going to be great when that happens. You know, for me, I've been blessed within my my life. I've been blessed to say, you know what, I'm a recovering drug addict. It's a blessing to say that. A, I lived through that dumb shit that I've done. B, I get to work with people who are in the situation I once was, you know, and you don't ever beat, you know, addiction. You kind of go into remission in a sense, you know, I am no longer an active addiction. I've been sober for, again, damn or 20 years. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's valuable to say that, and it's valuable to be able to work with other people who are dealing with that, you know, and, it's great to say that. It's it's great to say within Jedi Realism, I have been blessed. I have been blessed, you know, with the age Jedi Order. I have been blessed to work with some incredible people over the years. Many of whom I still talk to. Some of whom I regrettably don't. But, you know, I've still been able to touch and inspire those individuals as they have touched and inspired, you know, me and my life, you know, even though I might not be friends with them or I might not speak with them anymore, doesn't mean that the lessons I learned from them or lessons that I may have given them have gone away. I've been blessed that, you know, the American Jedi documentary film, you know, being a part of that, I've been blessed to be a podcaster, and the fact that people listen to to the episodes, you know, these might sound kind of small, but, you know, it's okay. You know, with those blessings, you know, I am trying to be a value to my community. I'm, you know, not just the Jedi Realist community, which, of course, I'm doing the podcast and getting some e-learning stuff done, getting a new book done. And trying to inspire, and motivate, and talk to people and have interactions on the forums and on the telephone or whatever. But, you know, in my life, you know, I get to work with incredible people. And it, it's amazing to look back and say, wow, you know, I'm actually valuable to these people. I, you know, I actually help them. I, It, it really is amazing to be able to say that it's amazing to be a part of other people's lives and to inspire them and at the same time it's amazing to be inspired by other people you know a lot of people do not have the same opportunities so i feel very blessed and very lucky that that i do Alright, that's pretty much about it for today's episode. I am hoping to get a Jedi Praxium episode up. Most likely I'll have that episode up, let's say we'll do those on Thursdays. And then hopefully I'll start doing Reflections episodes on Saturdays. And then again, if you want to be part of the Jedi Relist radio team and you want to call in on the Monday nights Live episode, Um, look on Block Talk Radio uh or sorry on Jedi realist Radio's Facebook page. There's gonna be links to those episodes. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh if you are not part of my friends list, add me and send me a message at MJ Hannigan. Uh if we are actually friends and like we legit talk and have phone conversations and whatnot, you know, give me a call. My number's out there, it's pretty public. All right everybody, thanks for listening. Love and light, this is Hannigan, I'm out.